We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Swagger from the corner. Yes! And the foul! Is he having himself an afternoon? Swagger feeling his third three already. On the drive goes Patty Casey for the basket. <laughs> Backdoor cut Swider with the jam. This is Swider in close. And one. Welcome back to the Swider Show, everyone. Uh, we took a little week off last week. Um, it's kind of been hard trying to get these guests, right, Patty? So uh, we're actually going to save up all these guests for Vegas when we're out in Summer League. As you guys know, Summer League is a is a hot spot for uh, the NBA during during that time, and from July 7th through 17th in Vegas. So we're excited for that. But until until we get to that time, we thought we'd uh, hit you guys with this little episode of a, a draft recap, a Summer League preview, and everything that's coming up and that's in store for ahead. Yeah, we'll uh, call this a quick hitter, maybe. Maybe a little shorter than usual. Just a pre-show, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, like I said, every time we miss a week, miss you guys. But a lot has happened, Swider, since uh, we last talked. Although it's kind of like a dead time for basketball. I think we'll get into that with the uh, topics that are getting talked about every day on on talk radio and on podcasts and everything. Exactly. um, Yeah, I I guess to dive right into it, the draft was this is Tuesday it was Thursday um what was like your main takeaway the night of Wemby yeah I mean I, I guess I guess you could call it that the night of Wemby it it's weird like you have like these generational talents that come along every once in a while obviously the LeBrons the the Stephs and all these things but like to have the number one pick be what we think is gonna be the next generational talent is is exciting um, and it's like, all right, is he going to be the face of the league? He's, he's international, but is he, is, is, is he yeah. the next guy who we're going to make the face of the league, right? So I, I think it was obviously entertaining. It was cool to see how emotional he was after him I getting like that. picked. Yeah. But I, I think overall it was it was a pretty entertaining draft. I thought we got better as the Lakers. I think we got better drafting Jalen Hushafino and, and Maxwell Lewis to the team. and. Um, just really excited to play those guys in summer league and just see where their careers go from, from obviously being a, from being rookies to, to hopefully be able to play with them for a long time. Yeah, it is it is a weird dynamic like you're saying with Wemby. Um, the most entertaining part about it was probably like the lead up where he goes on Reddick's podcast and like that was the first time I've seen him speak publicly. Like he was in New York, he threw out the first pitch. It was awful, but he he, he tried it. You know what I mean? Like he did the whole yeah. media round. But the Patty, actual, tell, the actual pick isn't isn't all that like suspenseful, obviously. 
Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of just like, all right, everyone knew that was going to happen. Patty, tell me this. Doesn't he sound exactly like Jesse Edwards? Yeah, he talks in, like, the same cadence, too. Our listeners don't know that, as he was on the show, but... Uh, he's very soft-spoken, but at the same time, he's he's never like tripping up on his words and things. Like he sounds just like a very nice kid, an unbelievably nice guy. He just sounds like to me. I, every time I hear him talk, I'm like, all right, this is this is a Jesse type type kid. Yeah, that is. It's hilarious that I don't know. Like I'm not saying Jesse will be Wemby next year, but like <laughs> the way he's built and stuff, like he does just. I don't know his hair, like the way he talks. It, there is yeah. a lot of there is a lot of Edwards in there. Yeah, for sure. Big Edwards, bro. <laughs> have you? Uh, we were talking about it a little bit off camera, but um, can you explain like how the summer league roster gets solidified? With like, are those guys the day after the draft? Are they flying in? You're meeting them and everything like that, or how, how soon are they like kind of getting the wheels on the ground with practice? Yeah. So for for me, Scotty and Max last year. Or Scotty Max and I, uh, last year. Nice, nice. We, yeah, we we came in. I think we came in like four or five days after. But these guys came in on Sunday. Um, Maxwell, well, Max Max was already out here. Max Lewis was already out here. Um, but what, the for two like drafts and stuff. So he went to Pepperdine. He, I think he's, I think his dad's from oh, yeah, Englewood. Yeah. So okay. they, they're they're from out here. Um, but Colin Castleton, our two two ways that we signed, Des Moines Hodges mm-hmm. and and Colin Castleton, they flew in on Sunday and they had their physicals Monday morning. Um, so they they they've been working out with us before everyone else gets into town. Jalen Hushafino hasn't worked out with us yet, but he just had his op- uh, his opening press conference, so he, he'll probably be in the gym with us tomorrow. We're recording this on Tuesday. Um, our our summer league training camp starts on Thursday, so it's been good for those guys to kind of get like two three days underneath their belt before everyone else comes in. But the summer league roster is pretty simple. I mean. On draft night, we, we they select the two picks that they had, um, and then after the draft, they, they go for the, the two ways that they're, they're looking for. So they obviously picked up Colin Castleton and Des Moines Hodges. Sweater, sweater show listeners, don't be worried. The NBA implemented a rule to have three two ways this year, so I'm still on a two way. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's clear that up. Um, so they they picked up those two guys, and then after that, they started signing their exhibit ten. So. They signed Alex Fudge from Florida, who's an Exhibit 10. They signed Damian Ball from TCU, who's an Exhibit 10. Exhibit 10 is a training camp uh, deal with the oh, Lakers. Oh, you got out so, ahead of me there. I was just going to ask that. Thank you. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going right now. <laughs> and then, 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 they'll, then they'll sign guys for just the Summer League roster. So, right. Um, right now for the Summer League roster, we, we've signed uh, Sasha Kalea Jones, who was on our Summer League team last year. 6'11 guy who started out, started his career out at Kentucky, went overseas for a couple of years, and now he's back trying to use it in the OKC Blue this year in the G League. Um, and then we signed LJ Figueroa, who's on the South Bay Lakers, and Bryce Hamilton, who's on the South Bay Lakers. Um, and then Scotty's, Scotty Pippen Jr. is going to be playing with us in Summer League. Um, and then we'll have Max Christie with us in Summer League again. Mm-hmm. So we, we have a really, really, yeah. Yeah, we have, we have a really, really good roster. Going into summer league, I'm really excited. Summer league really doesn't have to doesn't have anything to do with how talented your team is, um, but it, but it has a lot to do with like how well each guy can play with each other and how cohesive right. everyone is. But I would say like we do have a very high IQ roster, and we have uh, a roster that has the talent first and foremost, the size, 
and I, I think we have an ability to hopefully bring home a summer league championship. <laughs> yeah, the, the puzzle pieces kind of fit together. but They do. That's uh, one of the more wild things with every summer league is when you see a guy playing in like Sacramento or uh, the Orlando one, and then they're yeah. on a, or the Utah one, I mean. It used to be Orlando, and then they're on another they're team on for th- Vegas. Yeah. You're like, how is, it, how is this happening? Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, like last year, we, we had Mac for the first two games. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, we were beating teams by like 25. We had him and Mac, uh, Mac and Jay Huff on the team. Jay Huff goes down with COVID. People forgot that COVID existed at that time wow. last year. I and, totally uh, forgot about that. And Mac um, went to Golden State and finished out his time. Finished out the summer league with Golden State. So it kind of like set our roster into a sh- into an astray for a little bit. We I think we had like mm-hmm. thirteen or fourteen guys on our summer league roster last year. So I mean, it was uh, it was good to obviously get Jay back, and then we ended up winning like the last two games with Jay. But besides that, I mean, it was. It was tough to kind of lose those two guys in the middle of summer league, and then we ended up fighting our way back and ended up playing pretty well at the end. Yeah, you guys are also playing in Sacramento too, so that's yeah. What two weeks? Do you like that? Obviously, you do, right? Just having more to showcase. Yeah, I think for for me, I love playing. I mean, you know this, Patty. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I love I love playing, and the ability to just be able to go out there and, and play the next play seven games instead of five games to me that's that's great so uh, i'm excited it, it's definitely a lot you're, you're on the road for like two and a half weeks and I, you can see like some guys getting really tired by the end of it um but i think it's just like the battle of the nba too right like you can be on the road for two and yeah. a half weeks straight you a little bit playing seven but playing in seven different cities though yeah. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. you're you're in a hotel the whole entire time. You're surrounded by NBA people the whole entire time. So I I think it's a it's a great time, and and I'm looking I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, it also just gives guys like you more opportunity to to play well and like showcase your abilities. You know what I mean? Like if you have if you just play in Sacramento or just in Vegas, it's like you have a couple off games. Like oh shit, that's kind of it. But exactly, yeah. You you have a short you have a short amount of time and a short window to kind of show what you can do. Mm-hmm. And I think seven games is the perfect amount of time to kind of. Hey, you had no problem with that last week or last year, brother. Are you going to double up this year? You're going to shoot 108 percent from three. Man, that, that'd be great. That'd be great if I could even get some bonus ones before the game to count. What shoot 108. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Well, no, you're just like blazing the net so hard it goes over 100. But yeah, you guys yeah. have a pretty good schedule. Sacramento, you're actually kicking off the summer league, playing Miami. Yep. Seven three, day before Independence Day. The day after, you're against the French sensation himself, <laughs> Wemby. Is he is he playing? I haven't seen any updates there. Who knows? I be I see stuff on Twitter all the time that says he's either gonna play or not play. So right. Who, who knows? It, if I'm the kinda, if I'm the Spurs, I'd be I'd be careful. A little hesitant. Yeah. It kind of sucks though. That's always the best part about summer league is like seeing the rookies. Being able to see him that fast after yeah. them getting drafted. Yeah. Besides seeing the two ways, of course. Yeah, of course. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking at your schedule here. Those are your two games in SAC. And then you got Golden State, Friday the 7th, in Vegas. Play, uh, what's the kid's name for Santa Clara? He seems like he's pretty good. I don't know how to say his name. Pod Podzemski? Yeah, something like that. He's 6'4", averaging nine boards in college. Big time. Um... Also pretty incredible that the Santa Clara's had two lottery picks back-to-back years. That doesn't you know make why? Sense. 
Why? You know why? Because they're represented by the best Asian in sports. That's why. Oh, both of them were? Both are represented by Bill Duffy. Hell yeah. That's the Cali connection. Is Duffy yep. like a Cali guy through and through or no? Well, Duffy is a uh, is a Santa Clara guy. He went to Santa Clara. so. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So he, he gets all those guys. Oh, I mean, wait. Maybe I did know that through like the Nash connection. Didn't that help him get yeah. Luca? Yeah. Yeah. And then you got uh, Charlotte, Sunday the 9th, Brandon Miller. Didn't necessarily agree with that pick, but I don't know how you felt. I would have I gone Scoot. Then the yeah. big one that ev- everyone's anticipating, we'll go back to that, but uh, the 12th, you're playing the Boston Celtics. That's the last game of the night. The Swider Show crew will be in attendance. <laughs> <laughs> big time. And then your last game is the 14th against the Memphis Grizzlies. But, um, yeah, what, what was your take there? Would you have gone Miller or Scoot? I think for me I, I would have gone Miller just because of the roster fit, right? Like, Charlotte needs a wing. I don't know if they intend on signing Miles Bridges back. So them having Brandon Miller kind of gives them a, a piece to move forward in the future. And, and we've seen him in college. He's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, if that, if hopefully that can translate to the NBA. If not, I think I think obviously Scoot is a is a plug and play type of guy right now. Um, but it just didn't really make sense with how much Lamelo has the ball in his hand. Right. I guess the timetable of it doesn't make as much sense. But do you agree, like generally, with going with fit that high in the draft, or just taking the best guy? I think when it comes to a guy like Brandon Miller and, and Scoot Henderson, you, it should be a pick that you can't go wrong with, um, unless it's like. A, it's a deal breaker, so to say. Unless it's like a Wenyanaba when compared to those two. Yeah. Uh, I, I would say go with the talent. But I think with those two, Brandon Miller showed all year that he was probably the best. He was the best NBA talent in, in college the whole entire year. Yeah, so, definitely. So to, so to see that, I mean, I, I think it was, it was a good pick for Charlotte. Yeah, I could see that. Um, have you seen the Thompson Twins play at all? I haven't seen them play live. No, I've seen I've obviously seen all their highlights. It's hard for me to judge judge guys Over time based on like, yeah. yeah high school highlights. But I mean, they seem super talented. They have all the skills that it takes to be successful. Um, they are a little slight, right? They they, they yeah. are a, li- a little skinny, but I think at the same time that they, they do have what it takes to, to make it in the league. I think Asar shot like forty percent from three in the overtime elite. Yeah, he um, seems to be more of a, a score, or maybe I'm mixing yeah. it up, but. Um, and then A man is just, I guess he's just super physically like, like he's better he's more physical um, mm-hmm. but yeah I think overall I think th- those two guys just have what it takes it might take them a couple of years but I think they have what it takes to be really successful in the yeah game. my last uh, take on the draft Grady Dick his suit what'd you think would you have worn it last year um no I wouldn't yeah, have worn that. No, I mean definitely. that's just not my style I'm, I'm not I'm not a, I'm not a flashy uh Flashy type of guy. Well, now you uh, are with your with your stylist. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I consider myself more simple. Simple. That's a whole different level. Yeah. Yeah. I I will say this though. Uh, Grady Dick's a part of BDA as well, uh, or WME now, uh-huh. and I've heard nothing but great things about him. They, they said it, like his personality is like very, like he's a hilarious guy. Like everyone loves to be around him, and I think that's just part of his personality. Is put on a suit like that on draft night. So yeah. Did you see his Donald Duck impression? Unbelievable. It was like the best. I, I don't know how many Donald Duck impersonations I've ever seen, but that was easily the best one ever. That it sounded was great. exactly I, like him. 
I don't know how your voice can get to that. that <laughs> no, not at all. Also, like the balls to just do that on the spot when they're on an interview and they're like, "Do it right now." You just easily did it. That was, was it like I was. Wasn't it during like the Pacers interview or something like that? They asked him like what his hidden saw, talent was. I saw a video of him doing it like on draft night. You know how they do the whole uh, media rounds. He was sitting down yeah, with like yeah. the two uh, like Raptors um, beat writers. But the origin might have been that. Like they might have been like, yeah, we heard you have this skill through. Yeah. And then he just like broke into it. It was crazy. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, any more takeaways from the draft? My no, only take. Go ahead. No, I cut you off. Go ahead. No, I, I really didn't have anything. Go ahead. My only take is I could find the timestamp on this. I uh, texted you and Jimmy. My steal of the draft is Jalen Hutchifino. That was before the draft started, so that was a pandering. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think it'll help you guys. No, I think it will too. I, I think he has that good balance of being able to pass and score. You know what I mean? He played on a really good college team. He knows how to play. Um, Mike Woodson's an NBA coach who teaches NBA mm-hmm. principles. So I think overall it's just it's just a great fit. Um, we saw Mike Woodson with some of the stuff that he was running against us last year. Like, yeah. He had a lot of good stuff, and it's not always the simplest stuff. Um, but to see like a point guard be able to get all of his stuff as a freshman, that's really encouraging for, for this level. He's fearless too. I was I never really seen him play, and then I watched him play at Purdue when Purdue was number five, and he had thirty five and just completely dominated the game. I was like, I'm all in on this kid, <laughs> multi time All Star. Yeah, exactly. But um, now overall, I say it was a pretty exciting draft. Um, the other thing was I don't we don't have to talk about it here, but Whitmore falling was like definitely the biggest story. <laughs> we don't have to nope. get into those things. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Whitmore, yeah. yeah. I mean, I. But, yeah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It, it was actually like, it was actually kind of like disturbing how much they were talking about him like after the fact. Like I saw uh, Gavoni on Scott Van Pelt's show talk about like he needs to mature as a person. He's, he needs to like... Like, yeah, that, that makes I'm me like, uncomfortable. I'm like, come on, like he's 19. Yeah, he's let him live, let him live. Like, oh, right. he's got he's got a lot to work. And even Jay Billis was talking about that too. And usually Jay Billis stays away from that type of stuff. Yeah, so. especially when uh, he definitely already feels like shit about dropping in the draft. Like he's definitely already yeah. embarrassed. It's and the thing is, like, out. he worked his way up to be that high in the draft, and with one team, I, I feel like once he got to like 10. 
Like yeah, those teams, those everyone teams were like, yeah. Why why are they not picking them? Right. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, I would say it was actually good timing that the draft had so much hype around it because free agency this year is like not many, not too many like giant names. You know what I mean? Like like in years past where we got Durant, Kyrie hitting the market at the same time. 2010 or yeah was it 2010 yeah that was the biggest one ever but um since we last talked there has been big trades and a lot of speculation about a trade that hasn't happened yet which i want to talk about but um the cp3 and beal trades have both gone down the beal price was like pretty staggering i would say they were kind of interlinked pennies on the dollar huh but uh yeah, I don't. What do you? First of all, what do you think it does for Phoenix? Like, do you think that really like takes them to the next level? Um, I do think it makes them better, but at the same time, I think what we've seen over the years is that the stars are going to be stars. But what really wins your championship is is how well the role players play throughout. Um, yeah. The playoffs, right? Right. We've seen a team like Denver this year where they just had eight solid guys just mm-hmm. get get them to the finals. You saw. Even for that Golden State, where you had a Gary Payton the third step up in series, you had right. Andre Iguodala step up. You had even like a guy like Clay Thompson who's a star. Like when you have three or four guys who can who can not only like win you a game, but at the same time like play well enough in certain stints and like be okay with taking the back seat, right? Like I think those are so crucial for a playoff series. So. I think Phoenix definitely did get better. It's like, but now the thing is that they've already, they're already over the luxury tax with the five guys they have in the roster. Mm-hmm. How do you build up? How you how do you build up the last ten guys in your roster um, while getting the quality while getting the quality of guys that it takes to win a championship? So, I mean, we'll, we'll see what they do in free agency. I know um, they're really good coach with Frank Vogel, who's won a championship with Stars. Um, they have a lot of the Lakers staff that that was here when they won a championship. So, oh really? Yeah. So they, they have a lot. They have a lot of things to like look forward to in that aspect. But I think just overall, it's a really tough situation when you have when you only have five guys on your roster. And don't get me wrong, when you have Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and Bradley Beal, it's a very good starting point. Um, and and you probably will be able to have two of those guys in the court at all times. Yeah. But it is really tough to, to kind of win throughout a season when you when you only have right three yeah, they're, they're guys. gonna have to just like shore up the the fringes so much like it puts a lot of pressure on guys that like probably won't be necessarily as comfortable in a role like that where it's like now you have to be our third best player tonight for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. But Like, LeBron talked about this a little bit last year, like, I forget what the question was, but he basically was saying, like, we had a couple injuries at the time, and then he was saying, like, we had guys like Troy Brown in front of the show who wasn't in the rotation with Chicago, and now he was putting the starter minutes with us. Mm -hmm. 
and LeBron kind of went like, hey, like, like we had we had a lot of guys. Obviously, Max Christie and Kendrick Nunn was out the year before. He didn't play. Um, Thomas Bryant was hurt the year before. He didn't play. So, like, basically, like, LeBron's just was like, hey, like, we have guys who haven't played in the past year. Like, we got to give them some time to be able to right, to, yeah. to grow and develop and, 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 and go through mistakes. Like, it's not like we're having these guys who are three- or four-year vets who have been in rotation and, and been starters on playoff-level teams. So, mm-hmm. we, can't expect, we can't expect them to have those impacts every single night. It's the same thing with Phoenix, right? They're, they're going to have probably seven of those guys. Let's, because they did, they had, they had a draft pick at 50, 51 or something like that. Who they're going to put on a contract? So they're mm-hmm. probably going to have seven of those guys. Two guys they'll probably get because they want to be a part of the Suns and think they have a chance. To win yeah, the I was going to say yeah, the ring chaser guys. Yeah, but, I don't know who those uh, guys maybe, are, but yeah, maybe that's all it'll take. The other thing is you just need them like healthy and firing and all cylinders for like two months, 100%. and they almost. I mean, if you look at this past playoffs, in retrospect, they ended up giving the Suns the best shot, um, like games-wise. Not to say you guys, that was a competitive sweep, but, I mean, Booker and KD actually, it was like, oh, they got to score 80 points to win the games, and they just did. So, yeah. I don't know, there's going to be nights where they'll score, like, 150 points. There will be. There will be, for sure. But um, the next thing is... The Dame yep. talk. Yep. This, this one goes deep for you. Well, I'm just getting, like, I'm getting pissed off. Like, everyone just piling on at this point because it's just, like, uh, the easy thing to say is, like, oh, don't talk to me until he's actually traded. Or, like, wow, we heard this report yesterday, which I understand. Chris Haynes, he's fired off, like, he's, he's at, like, a Cal Ripken-type streak of saying Damian Lillard has no interest in getting traded and just, like, updating that... It's, like, actually not an update. But the thing that's getting me frustrated is, like, Portland is just not getting any blame for this situation at all. I, I think at this point it's just weird. Like, like, what are we doing at this point? You know what I mean? It's, like, how many more times are we going to bring this topic up before it's, like, all right, like, Dame wants to stay in Portland Exactly. For yes. Like... Which I understand he has kind of, like, sent out some tea leaves there. Like, he goes on IG Live. I think this summer, in paying attention to it the last few years, is the first time where he's kind of, like, I think him and Portland are both, like, it probably makes the most sense right now if you were to move on and get traded. But the reason why people are saying, like, oh, this is so annoying, we get these updates all the time, is because for the last three years when it wasn't a thing, people kept bringing it up. So now when it's actually sort of legitimate, it's like, oh, my God, do we do this every single offseason? But it was never legitimate till this year. And well, I th- I think last year was legitimate too because it's like, all right, like with the roster you guys are bringing in, it's not going to be able to compete for a championship. And I don't think Dame be, like Dame doesn't even want a roster that. All right, obviously he wants a roster that can compete for a championship, but he just wants to be like competitive. I know in what playoffs. you mean. Yeah. The thing is, they're trying to merge. Like people talked about how the Warriors merged like the young generation with the older generation that's already been there. They're trying to do that, but the only one that's within the old... Like, he hasn't played with an All-Star since I was a sophomore in high school. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, they make these moves that are win-now in theory just to say to Dame, like, oh, see, we traded for... Or we signed Jeremy Grant, or we traded for Norm Powell. And then it's yeah. like... But then, yeah, you or you get rid of CJ, which I kind of agreed with, but then you give all that money to Simons, who's really, really good. But it's like... 
my thing is that how Dame seems like he's like he's getting blamed right now for having one foot in, one foot out, and being like not making up his mind. The Trailblazers have acted like that for the last eight years, and because he didn't want to leave, he's just stayed. But I think a lot of other players would have gotten fed up to this point and probably have gone like three years ago. I think the thing that's the most frustrating about this whole situation is that the the Trailblazers have the rebuilding pieces to go into a rebuild and actually come out on the other side like very successful. Exactly. And and having Dame is almost like setting them back from, from building those pieces. You have Scoot at the one, Anthony at the two, you have Shaden Sharp. So you don't even really need to get a lot back for Dame, right? Like he's kind of served his purpose, he's done those things. And like giving him to a team that he wants to go to for two maybe like two players and some draft picks, like that probably would be effective. But yeah. It's just overall just frustrating. I think like it would be it would be cool to see him with like a Joel Embiid or it'd be cool I to know. see him with with Miami. But that's why th- I'm no go ahead. But at the same time it just doesn't seem like he wants to leave. Right. But that's why I am also like playing both sides because I love the guy and want him to stay in Portland because I think that's sick, but at the same time I if he were to ever find his way to Miami or even Brooklyn, it would just be yeah. like more fun for him. Um, 100%. But that's I'll why tell you what, Patty. What? Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish. No, I'm just saying. Like, can someone just within an actual platform bigger than ours, which will be there one day, but just just put some blame on the Blazers? Like <laughs> yesterday in that meeting, it's like they go in. It's like, oh, of course, they're having this meeting, and Dame's gonna say he wants to stay. And then the Blazers front office is like, yeah, we're completely committed to w- building a winning team around Dame. It's like, first of all, that's a lie that has been a lie for like six years. And yeah, secondly, exactly. like, just make your mind up. Like, make your mind up for Dame. And I get it's the perception of like, oh, he's probably, he's like as beloved in Portland as anyone else is, any players in any other city. But I think if you sell it, like, yeah, our guy's going to go try and get one for us. You know what I mean? Like, he's still a trail. He's yeah. the best trailblazer ever. He has been for so long. So, um, I don't know. It's just frustrating. And the other thing is, the benefit with Portland is, he did, he has kind of skated a lot of criticism because they're not really in the limelight. They haven't had, like, these type 100%. of inspirations. So now it's like everyone just pile on him. Like, leave him alone. You know what I mean? Like, when he's averaging 33 a game, you don't care about him. So just, like, leave him alone. It's also like there's been guys who've asked for a trade and been in the limelight and not performed to that level, and then they get hate on. You know what I mean? Like that's the other thing that's frustrating. It's, it's so just, give me give me a take on that. Well, it's like there's all the time you hear about like guys on TV like Windhorst and Bill Simmons and Zach Lowe are like um, you know the next unhappy superstar. Like the Knicks are eyeing Joel Embiid. Like I don't know the like three years before Giannis even was a free agent, it's like Miami's monitoring the Giannis situation, stuff like that. And they're like, <laughs> these guys are going to be unhappy, so you have to like prepare yourself for that. And there's no indication that that player's unhappy. And then if it does end up happening four years later because they're like, I'm getting shit on every day by these people because I haven't won. And then they get to the point where they're like, maybe I should move. Then it's like, oh, see, all these guys, like they're so pampered. They just get so mad. It's like you can't have it both ways. Yeah. The NBA is messy, Patty. It's very messy. But you know what's Listen. not messy? Oh, we're in the show. You know that. what's not messy? It. 
Yes, sir. No, it's not messy. My below the waist grooming. And you know why it's not it's not messy? Because of our partners at Manscaped, Patty. Their products are unbelievable. They're treating the Swider show right, and we're all we're all been taken care of by Manscaped, and we want you we want you guys to get take be taken care of Manscaped too. Right, Patty? Support for the Cole Swider Show is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 8 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code SWIDER. That's S-W-I-D-E-R at manscaped.com. Swider, if my math's correct, like the last two weeks, that's about 16 million balls. And the safety factor is what I'm going to pitch this week because it's really just mindless. You know what I mean? Like when you're going down there, there's 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 times where it's it, it can get real scary. Every male listening can uh, attest to that, but I can't recommend it enough. It's mindless shaving. It's like you're shaving your face. It is, Patty. It, it really is. I, I will say this about Manscaped that they have first class, first class, uh, blow the waist grooming, and they all also have first class shirts and underwear. The so that's another great. thing yep. that that you can also wear. But get twenty percent off and free shipping with the code SWIDER, like Patty said, S W I D E R, all caps at manscaped.com. That's twenty percent off for free shipping at manscaped.com and use code again SWIDER, S W I D E R. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Well, shout out to our partners at Manscaped. Obviously, unbelievable product. Um, Patty, any any last thoughts for, for the show this week before we... Uh, we don't even have a guest this week, so... so I, yeah, we, I just spilled my guts about Dame. That was, a, that was the best transition in the history of the show to the Manscaped read. Yep. But uh, we'll keep you guys updated on the July 4th plans. Everyone enjoy their holiday, and uh, if we don't talk to you until summer league, be excited because there's a lot coming. Yep, we're, we're, we're coming with some heat. Yep, hundred percent. So, uh, we're excited. All right, until next time, sweater show listeners. We'll talk to you the next time we can. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. What's up, everybody? Thank you guys for tuning in. We really hope you enjoyed this week's show. To find out who will be joining us next week, make sure you're following us on all social media platforms, at Swider Show on Instagram, at Swider Show on Twitter, and at Swider Show on TikTok. We also recently developed our very own YouTube page, www.youtube.com slash at Swider Show. 
and subscribe. You can send in a mailbag question to be featured on the show, swidershow at gmail.com. And of course, if you haven't already, make sure to turn on those notifications so you never miss an episode week to week. Cool Swider Show with Patty Casey is presented by Blue Wire Podcast and our executive producer, it's Adam Lewis. The Swider Show is created by Cole Swider, Patty Casey, and producer Adam Lewis. All rights reserved. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next week.